1: Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio.
2: Keyshawn J. Willemax, ESPN Radio. Good morning, guys.
0: What's going on this morning? What's good, baby? Jay, you were out and about. (sighs) Quick turnaround, man. Yeah. That Knicks came in at 1040, and I was like, oh, God. When you work
2: the mornings, once it hits that
0: second half, and you're like,
2: midway through the third quarter, you look up, you go, okay, well. Not sleeping at night, I guess.
0: But I did see Giannis have 37-13 and, and and foul out with, like, a minute left to go in the game, and the Knicks had a legit chance to win. But then Grayson Allen made a three, and it kind of shut down. Yeah, of course, Square that's
2: what Garden. the Knicks are for, for people in New York to go see the stars of other teams play. That's that's what the Madison Square Garden is for. It's Jeez. been that way for years. John J. Wilmax, ESPN Radio.
3: You watch college? You see Duke win last night? I watched a little of that. Got a chance to watch North Carolina Indy. Oh,
0: uh, North Carolina. Three games in a row. I'm just... I mean, I watched them. Three games, losing in a row. Just, it was you know, interesting. want to say that out loud. Yeah, of course, because things Why? haven't been going
2: right for you good. in terms of some Why? other because stuff. it feels good. It feels good for me, frankly. Some yeah. teams you root for haven't been winning, so at least when the teams you root against lose, uh, it's, it's some I consolation. I didn't realize
3: Woodson was coaching Indiana, though. I didn't realize that. Yeah. I, I mean, I saw it. I was like, uh I just did realize he was back at his alma mater coaching. I just, Mike Woodson? Yeah, Woodson. Yeah. Yeah, yeah
2: I had no idea. From, from the that Knicks to was interesting. Indiana. We are presented by Progressive Insurance. Um, So here's the question of the day on the Dr. Pepper call-in line. Ready? 888-SAY-ESPN-729-3776. So after Mahomes and Andy Reid, and they got the Bengals this week, right? But does Joe Burrow have the kind of head coach where you would pair them together and be like, that's a a fearsome duo, you know, quarterback and head coach? Maybe not exactly, right? But So Reid and Mahomes – which head coach quarterback duo scares you the most? And if it's, if it's Reed and Mahomes, then the second most, right? Mm-hmm. Like what other quarterback coach combinations are you like, oh, that is a lot. Let's not answer now.
0: But well, you say Reed and Mahomes because Mahomes were as spectacular as he is. You also feel like Andy Reed is the same level of coach that Patrick Mahomes is right. as a player.
2: They're both great. They're both elite, we're not just elite. looking for one great. Yes. Oh, this co- coach is great. I don't know about the quarterback, but together it works or vice versa. We're talking about they're both
0: elite. Okay. So who's second is the question.
2: Right. Yes. Or, or who's second or does anyone like any combination more? Meantime, guys. You what know, combination used to work real well? Belichick and Brady.
3: <laughs> that, that was not, the elite of yeah, the elite.
2: right. McDermott and, uh, and uh, Josh Allen works pretty good now, right? Doesn't it? So we Jeff Howe from the Atlantic, so. Atlantic.com, uh, sorry, Atlantic, Athletic.com, Atlantic is a different magazine, good magazine, Athletic.com published an article uh, exploring possible landing spots for Aaron Rodgers, Lamar Jackson, Jimmy Garoppolo, and Tom Brady. Now, on a potential Brady-Patriots reunion, he wrote the following. And maybe, hold on to your phone with what? two hands for this what? one, don't ever write off the Patriots as a landing spot for Tom Brady. So, What is Tom Brady, 23 years old? Well, they did spend 23 minutes <laughs> together in a visiting locker room at Gillette Stadium after Brady's return in 2021. People counted the minutes. There were 23 of them exactly, um, which they set what? that up before the game. So so first of all, there to me, Key, we're gonna about to go round and round on this one. I don't want to get sidetracked, but you're never done writing your story. Like you don't call it a legacy, call it a story. Belichick, nothing he can do is gonna erase the fact he's one of the greatest coaches of all time. Maybe the greatest. I'm just saying we're in year three. In his entire career as a head coach, he has won a grand total of one playoff game without Tom Brady. I think he's got to win a playoff game sooner or later and he, they lose to the Bills they don't they don't make the playoffs probably right like there's all of that going on but now there's this who would like Brady and Belichick what even if it's a 2% chance they could get back together who would benefit more he is in pain he's in pain talking about this who would benefit more
3: Why are you pointing to me? Because I'm I mean like look man the the whole notion of he only won one playoff game without Tom Brady and all. That's cool. Belichick and Brady are done as a match made in heaven. That 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 train has left the station a long time ago. And I know we all believe, oh, when they, someone writes an article, the smoke this fire, you know, could there have been questions to Tom Brady that suggest that maybe he would be open to returning to New England? Maybe could there have been co- uh, 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 questions and answers to somebody in New England's front office somewhere in the building? Hey, what if Tom Never comes say back? never, right, yeah. Never yeah. say never. Yeah. You just never know, you know. <laughs> they have a great relationship. <laughs> Look, man, the dude that bid through a lot, okay, he ain't trying to go back to New England and deal with that all over again. And I'm sure Belichick ain't trying to have him back in New England. But the original question was who would benefit more? I think they both would benefit for the same reasons. And then on top of that, they ain't winning no damn championships throwing a Kendrick Bourne and Nelson Aguilar and and whatever else they got up there. That's
0: why he got out of there. Come on now. Let's use our heads. So I'm being forced, I'm being handcuffed to answer this question, correct? Because we know it's not actually going to happen. But, like, frankly, I'd rather see Tom Brady retire than go back. You don't want to see him limp? No, I don't want to see him get beat up. And taking off the field in a cart. I, I I don't. But if you're forcing me to address the question,
3: I'm forcing me to address the question. I
0: would say that look, Bill Belichick would probably he would he would receive or he would appreciate it more, right? At the end of the day, Tom Brady, regardless of whether key you like it or not, people like Max Kellerman are gonna use the information that Tom won a championship even though it came into a situation that was pre-ready, it was turnkey, but he won a chip without Bill Belichick, and there is one playoff win that Bill Belichick has had without Tom Brady. So if that led to multiple playoff wins, Bill Belichick would probably have an advantage in that, With Tom Brady in that playoff win was in Cleveland?
2: Yeah, but I would... I mean, like, come on. Key, man, let me stop, say one man, thing yo. about that. No, JF, I mean, stop, let me no. say one thing about that. For years, I said, well, who's it more? Belichick or Brady? That's the number one sports debate of the 21st century. Again, we're getting into toward the middle of the third decade of the century. And the great debate is, other than Jordan or LeBron, which you never know, answer Jordan. But you never really can prove it. But Belichick or Brady? And here we... Who's it more? And here we had an experiment in real life. Separate them. Let's see what happens. Now, but, Key... I get it. Brady left the cupboard bare. Garoppolo was out of town. The receivers were no good, the whole thing. And he parachuted into a perfect situation. Nevertheless, I'm there going, it's Belichick. And everyone who points to Cleveland coached for, what, four or five years in Cleveland, one playoff, when I'm like, come on, man, new head coach, not a lot of stuff on the team. It, it, it's ridiculous to bring it up, but key, if you're into year three without Brady on the other end of Brady, and you have four or five years before Brady, and in those seven, eight years, you've won one playoff game, though. while this cat Tom Brady parachutes into a situation, he didn't win a game or two in the playoffs. He won the Super Bowl year one without and you. They, and,
3: and they were stacked from front to back. And if you took Tom Brady and Bill Belichick and dropped them in Tampa Bay, they'd have won the Super Bowl together. That team was stacked with Tom Brady, yeah, and Tom sure. Brady was not falling off the cliff at that point in time as you predicted, Max. But he was no a, question uh, a Pro Bowl, All Pro, MVP type player. So why did Belichick want Garoppolo to have See, the he job? He didn't want well, people, See, I wish Bill would just say it. It's not true. I don't know who put that out there that he wanted Garoppolo and not drafted him in the second round. Oh,
0: God, that doesn't mean the guy wanted him. But see, Key, this is where it works against you a tad. I'm on your side of this whole thing. I don't
3: want you to be on my side.
0: I'm not on your side. But the facts, when people are able to put together those years without Tom, and it leads to one playoff no, win. No, I understand. My like uh, both that, sides That's, that's, a, was, fact. That a, con- that's a fact. That is a concrete evidence of without time, and that will be used against Bill Belichick. Yeah, but I got to take Advil
3: listening to this because Understood. it's the Cleveland Browns in 1980-something or whenever it was that he coached there. Like 90, whatever it was long. 91, 2, 3, or 4, and like five. 5.
0: five years. Yeah, it was I looking so at it.
3: long ago. But, but Max but, is like
0: a giddy little no, no, uh,
2: right look, now. Look, look, come on. I I, I, you know what's interesting to me about it? This it proved me wrong, like it hasn't proven anything yet, but it's looking like I was wrong about it. That's
3: interesting to me because I was sure it was Belichick. The year that they lost in New England, Brady's last year, they went up against a Vrabel led team. That had his number, that understood exactly what they needed to do. Nah, the nope. team wasn't stacked. Man. Nobody cares about man. Man. key. Key. I Nobody mean, just, cares key, about Key. Here's
2: the thing about being a head coach, okay? One or two years is one thing. But on either side of the Brady era now, his record as Cleveland head coach, I just throw this out. Oh, come on, stop I just everybody. Can't, man. Six and ten, seven and nine, seven and nine. Ugh. Eleven and five with one playoff Ugh. win. Five and eleven. That was his record as a head coach. And by the way. Even when Matt Castle was quarterback, and I'm like, guys, he won 11 games with Matt Castle. He's amazing. They did not go to the playoffs, right? The one year during the Brady era where Brady didn't
3: play – they, they didn't go They won eleven, the, any, they 11 games. 11 they didn't go to the That's true. At any time you going to the dang on playoffs, not Max, that, not that year. That's the only time that didn't happen. But isn't it interesting? But that ain't got nothing. So Bill, so he should have won twelve. Is what you saying? Yes, oh God. <laughs> yes, I am. Man, let's nope. give away some money. <laughs> All right, fine. Who
2: would benefit more from a reunion, Brady or Belichick? Eighty-eight, say ESPN. Damian Woody who played with Brady in New England will join us at 7:30 a.m. Eastern to <laughs> weigh in on this. All right guys, we're giving away $10,000 a day on the KJM 10K a day giveaway. Every hour at 10 past the hour, you're going to hear a winning word. When you hear the winning word, text it to 777000 and you're entered for your chance to win. We've now done I believe we've given away 160,000 now because we do I think this is day 17 of the of the contest. We're, We'll do it. It's not a contest. It's just a giveaway. You've been asking that we'll every, do day it
0: of the week. Every, every day of the week.
2: Every weekday <laughs> from now until the end of the show, December 7th. So it is time for the winning word. I
1: think it will be. G.J. and Max, 10K Giveaway. Giving away
2: 150000 So, So it's about to be 152500 Ready? Who wants this twenty five hundred? The winning word of the hour is. Uh, me, let me just close, clear my throat. <laughs> the winning word of the hour is goat, G O A T, as in Tom Brady or Bill Belichick. But you'd have to say it like this: goat. <laughs> Tom Brady, goat. Aww. Bill Belichick, goat. Texting seven seven seven. You love it. Zero zero zero. As in, get Key's go to. Y'all really, really chaps people keys ass. Seen, You should have no, seen I'm, Key as the topic is unrolling he and like, he knows ah, it's coming. He's sitting bomb, there with his eyes closed. God.
3: Because y'all germ spreading.
0: <laughs> <laughs> like, of course. Who's y'all? You and. I him. didn't write the article. Here, take this blanket. No, you listen to him <laughs> That's what and what I you do. fall into his trap. I'm I, not. I'm not falling into any trap. He's just pointing out facts. I, they, look.
2: No, 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 no. let go to break. No purchase necessary. Ends December 7, 2022. So you complete official rules at ESPNradio.com slash contest. All right. Let's talk about head coach and quarterback relationships. After Mahomes and Reed, which
1: head coach quarterback duo scares you the most? Or is there a duo you put ahead of them? Listen to Keyshawn J. Will and Max live everywhere you are. Download the ESPN app. Tap the more tab on the bottom right. Scroll down and tap live radio. ESPN radio everywhere you are.
4: Your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I
5: do, you do, we all do.
2: Be a part Woo! of Keyshawn J. Willamax Nation on the Dr. Pepper call-in line. Call us at 888-SAY-ESPN. That's 888-729-3776. It's ESPN Nation is presented by Dr. Pepper. It ain't college football season without the delicious taste of an ice-cold Dr. Pepper, the one fans deserve. Is this the number one club hit of all time? That's the question, right? 888-SAY-ESPN. No, listen. It's
3: this? To make
2: it oh, my God. This? In the
0: In high school? now, I'm a- they said I came to get down. I'm not internationally this guy known. This got played in New York. This got played no, every single I Stupid! But I mean, back I mean then. Yeah. Stay away from me. You didn't go to it clubs in high school? Of course. Yeah, of course, right. <laughs> what? Just sweating for no reason why you dancing to this, man. <laughs> you don't even have to be dancing like you start a, like, sweating. Like a high-end <clears throat> Zumba class. It's working.
3: <laughs> they, um, Bill Biv DeVos started a club in L.A. Called Mental Monday. Mm-hmm. Mental Monday. Yeah, that sounds Mental about right. Mental Night Mondays, in, on a Monday night. Mental stuff. Night Mondays. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. on a Monday
0: night at the Palladium. It sounds like some crazy things popped off there.
2: It I just, it was fine. You must have been in New York. Mars the Octagon, all that thing, or that was that was, that was maybe. Gone. What that about La, gone. Soul Kitchen and, and those places? Gone. No.. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Listen. After Mahomes and Reed, which head coach quarterback duo scares you the most? right, is the one where you're like, oh, man, that those two right there, that's a, that's a combination. Who is it? Who
0: jumps to mind? I go Mike McDaniel and Tua. Yeah. Like it's just, of, course. <laughs> of course I do, Key. Yeah. I mean, tell me why I'm wrong. I, mean, I you, agree. Tell me. Once again, Key, I go to the facts. The stats on the page say that these two, when they're together, they're undefeated. They play at a high level. Tua's in the MVP conversation. And Mike McDaniel is in the coach of the year conversation.
2: Yeah, the thing about stats is they're records of events, right? Now, Key, you might say, well, you have to contextualize them. They don't mean all – they're not all weighted the same. That's true. But, like, boy, it takes – when the stats say something, it takes a lot of contextualizing, a lot of explaining to start explaining it away when it looks like
0: it does with McDaniel and Tua, right?
3: Yeah, McDaniel and is fine. I, that's, that's a good, you
0: go. scary little he uses, option. You always use words like – hold on, Matt. He always uses words like this to describe Miami. Yeah, that's fine. It's a scary little option, you what know. The like oh you
3: want me to say, Jay? I, I know.
0: I just I, I love you. You're my. Well, you like am a I big bro. To I'm just saying. Say? When you use these little demeaning words all the time. I'm yeah, I mean, you know, It's fine. fine. I'm not like well, jumping up well, and down, well, down Well, well, okay,
2: Key, so, Key, he's yeah. onto something because there's a little when Key sees something. What's <laughs> wrong with you? Here, Jay, Jay, Jay.
0: When you don't want to give something credit, like yeah, Jay, you were a good little guy. When he sees something that makes.
3: Why wouldn't I want to give you credit when you won two trophies See? in college? Why wouldn't I want to give you the credit when you won the two uh, player of the year trophies? Why?
1: Number two. Oh, geez, James. Hey,
3: come on, stop. Jay, anyway, when he track. sees something and he hears this in his mind, he says, nice little. He thinks nice.
2: He sees two and McDaniels, he thinks, both killed the whole thing. On
0: the smaller side. So go ahead. Who's your head coach quarterback combination?
3: Scary? Yeah. Like just somebody that doing well. You know, I can go uh, Are we going (laughs) offense? It doesn't matter. Offense. Offensive minded coaches?
2: Yeah, I mean unless unless you think there's a defensive minded coach who like, you know, someone like like the opposite of Billick, who who was like an offensive guy who got known for defense because of the team he
0: had. If there's something like that, do that too, sure. Yeah, but typically when you think scary, you probably think offense first, right? Yeah. That's what yeah, I'm saying. So mind, I'm trying to like,
3: – <laughs> I'm going I'm to go Philadelphia. I'll go Jalen Hurts and – Sirianni. Yeah, yeah, I see that all yeah, day. Yeah, I could go there. Yeah, I'll, I'll do that. It's crazy, though. Because like, I was thinking Josh Allen and McDermott at yeah. first, but then I'm yeah. like
0: – I mean, if you would have said last year it would have been Sean McVay, and what they have over there with the Rams, right, no Matthew Stafford? It's not even a question. It's funny how much you that's dropped
3: off. Still coaching? Jeez. <laughs> well,
0: by the way, when it was Belichick and Brady, you could say that's
2: scary, right? Even though he's known as a defense, defensive defensive coordinator. He,
3: see, I don't look at Belichick as a de- defensive minded coach. I look at him as a coach.
2: Mm-hmm. You
0: know, Coach and Lamar
2: Jackson. Not scary though, because because they don't give him they don't give him an alpha
3: receiver. I mean, you know what's yeah, Jalen Hurts them. Yeah. But Jalen Hurts feels like, to me, he's been pretty much Rivera. out front.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's not what jumps to mind when I think of scary coach-quarterback combinations. Kevin O'Connell, too, and and Kirk Cousins. I'm like, nah. yeah, I mean, Wah-wah. they deserve to be in the conversation. I mean, we're putting Nick Sirianni there. I mean, know scary. Yeah, Nick
3: Sirianni no, led his team to the playoffs last year. You know, this year looked like they're going to get the number one seed so far in the NFC. And Jalen Hurts is playing in the MVP Level, Level. you know, nice. They're doing some nice, fine, little things
0: in Philadelphia. So,
6: (laughs) fine, little things.
0: Yeah. But, like, once again, like, Tua. Yeah. And you talk about what they have in Philly with Jalen Hurts, two quarterbacks in the MVP conversation. Whereas, Kirk, we're still having this conversation about, you know, is he a top ten, top fifteen quarterback? And- Why is it
2: that when you look at Cincinnati, Joe Burrow and those weapons scare me, but if you say Zach Taylor, you know I mean? it doesn't feel the same way. Because he almost lost way. his
0: job before he got to the Super Bowl. <laughs>
2: is that a scary combination? Like when they when they're low, when they are healthy, key that that it offense is, you know, right think, there put a points and what hurt. What it is
3: is he doesn't get any credit, Zach Taylor. Mm-hmm. He he's a guy who is the guy in school who gets all the A's all the time and everybody like man I don't care about him. Hey, well, how's your grade? <laughs> yeah, right. You know, it's it's that's who he is. He just that type of coach where no matter what Cincinnati does, it's going to fall on Joe Burrow. He's young. Cuz he, Joe Burrow's more exciting than their coach exactly. and he's more important to that team than their coach cuz they'll move on from Zach Taylor yesterday and keep Joe Burrow. All
2: right. Brian in Vegas, quarterback coach combination. Scariest other than Mahomes and Reed.
5: Well, first of all, my homes are that not even scary at all. Okay, how many points did he score in the second half of the AFC Championship last year? Oh. So, how scary is that? So, stop saying it. They're, they've it's hosted one it's, it's one four game. consecutive okay, AFC Championship game. games. What are you talking
2: about? They've hosted four okay, consecutive well, I, I, I AFC
5: Championships. I, I want winners. I want winners. They so the won winner a Super Bowl. McVay because he's the best coach in football. He's he the Mitchell. best coach in football, and he took Matthew Stafford to a Super Bowl champion. But I'm going to tell you something. What about this what year? Hold on. What about this year? What, oh, want me to tell you the duel next year? I'm going to tell you the duel next year, and you heard it here first. Lincoln Riley. And Mr. Aaron Rodgers, because Lincoln Riley's going to be new head coach of Green Bay Packers next year. You heard it here first. That would be the next Super Duel. But as of right now, it's Stafford and McFay. Hey, man,
3: it's time to go back into your room in Vegas. He has been up all night. And chill, because you've been up all night long with that Lincoln Riley mess. That ain't happening. And also like God wait man, listen man. to the listen to the logic I love it. You're not it. going to the pros. I like winners. You're making the type of money I like you're making. winners. You and
0: already USC, are.
3: USC is the pros. Yeah, exactly. You're Didn't
0: already in the pros. I like winners. Pistons
2: McVay is. and and, McVay and 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 Stafford, but they but they have a terrible record this season. Yeah, but how many points did the Chiefs score in the second half of the AFC Championship game last
3: year? The guy wanted to argue.
2: Uh he uh he's been up all night and he's uh you know
3: Go back to your hotel room. Not right. in his right mind. Nothing all
2: right, being up all LeBron deep. James, guys, he's disappointed by uh, by the fact that he hasn't been asked questions about certain a guy picture of Jerry Jones at an important moment in American history in 1957 when they were trying to integrate schools in Arkansas, and a lot of white young white men stood there and tried to and intimidate essentially the kids who were walking in and uh jerry jones was one of those white men although he says he was just curious they haven't been asking him they've been asking kyrie questions though about something kyrie did lebron wants to know about that we're going to dive into that coming up Keyshawn j willimax
1: from your radio to your smart speaker and phone now
7: playing espn Media
1: or watch on espn too Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Live weekday mornings starting at 6 Eastern on ESPN Radio and on ESPN2.
2: about that 1957 Jerry Jones picture, says the media was quick to ask about Kyrie Irving. Now, you'll hear the sound in a second. James wanted to know why he hadn't been asked about the photograph that recently surfaced showing Jerry Jones at the age of 14 peering over, that's not exactly peering over a crowd of white students. What it was, was Jerry Jones standing in a pretty prime spot
1: Primes, primes. You got to get there kind of yeah, early to, you know,
2: um, <laughs> in a sea of white faces mm-hmm. and that has been largely correctly identified throughout American history since that time as a crowd looking to intimidate of young white men looking to intimidate the um, black students who were trying to who were supposed to be integrating the school because in Arkansas, in the South at that time, a ton of racist white people who didn't want integration, who wanted separate and unequal. Um, Listen to LeBron James. Here he
6: is talking about it. I was wondering why I haven't gotten a question from you guys about the Jerry Jones photo. But when the Kyrie thing was going on, you guys were quick to ask us questions about that. Um, Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. And I don't even want you guys to say nothing. When I watch Kyrie talk and he says, I know who I am, but I want to keep the same energy when we're talking about my people and the things that we've been through. And that Jerry Jones photo is one of those moments that our people, black people, have been through in America, and I feel like as a black man, as a black athlete, as someone with power and a platform, when we do something wrong or or something that people don't agree with, it's on every single tabloid, every single news coverage, it's on the bottom ticker, it's asked about every single day. But it seems like to me that the whole Jerry Jones situation photo, and I know it was years and years ago and we all make mistakes. I get it. But it seemed like it's just been buried under like, oh, it happened. Okay, we just we just move on. And I was just kind of disappointed that I haven't received that question from you guys. Appreciate it.
2: So? The, the, the first thing he asks rhetorically is why he's asked about Kyrie. Something that jumps to mind is he's played with Kyrie. Kyrie plays basketball. This is about football, et cetera. However, the bigger point he's making. He just wanted to talk about it, Max. Right. But the that, that was point, his way of
0: getting into what he
2: wanted to state. The bigger he's point he's making issue. is true, which is Agreed. we've rushed by it very quickly. And no. by the way, by the way, it's okay to say like, like, you know, that, that was a long time ago. People change. I agree with that. No. However, no, no, no hold on. You say what you want. Uh, however, don't tell me I was curious. Right? Like, you got to own it. If Jerry Jones had come out and said, I- I've changed a lot. I'm a product of my environment like everyone is, and-, and I've grown over the years, and I'm not proud of myself when I was 14, but I'm not 14 anymore, guys. I would respect that. I was curious doesn't cut mustard.
3: Yeah, you're, you're probably right. Uh, his choice of words to try to describe or explain why he was at that event at that point in time in 1957, probably you know, look, we're not stupid, okay? In 1957, he was in an environment in a certain region, a section of the country that had a lot of racist uh, racism, a lot of bigotry, all of those sort of things. We know that, and typically. In that situation, at that time period in this country, you are somewhat of a product of your environment. And had he come out and said that, then maybe it looks a little bit different. People probably could understand it a little bit better, knowing that you, you know, you you, you grew up around this, so until you had an opportunity to grow up and become an adult, you remove yourself from those circumstances. But because he came out and tried to dupe everybody and just oh I was being curious. I mean, like, come on. Here's I, don't to, Yo, I don't go I to I don't go to, to. S- some event just to be curious in them situations. No, I, I, I've just been waiting.
0: Don't. I mean, Max, you and I have been talking about this, and I was going to say chomping at the bit, chomping at the bit, as you probably yeah. taught me how to say all week long <laughs> to talk about this man. Um, there are two quotes I really want to break down. I want to do it with you guys in real time as this exercise. First quote that he said in response to it. I don't know that I or anybody anticipated or had a background of knowing what was involved. It was more of a curious thing. That was a quote that you had mentioned, Max. Second quote, nobody there had any idea, frankly, what was going on to take place. We didn't have all the last 70 years of reference. You didn't have a reference point there. Yo, hearing that, I, I, I don't want to hear that from Jerry Jones. What? Like, I, I don't want you to absolve yourself and everybody else there. So I look, the whole I'm not going to hold a 14-year-old accountable, right? If that was curiosity because I wasn't there. I don't I don't know what was going on inside his brain during that particular time. But I do know that everybody else that was there, it wasn't just curiosity. There were racist people there and what I need Jerry Jones to do, which I haven't seen him do throughout George Floyd, throughout every stuff you know happening with, you know quote-unquote anti-flaggers, right, going around Colin Kaepernick. I have not heard Jerry Jones denounce racism. I have not heard him do that. So when you have 50 years to think about this moment, or even had three days when you know this is coming, this article is coming out, first off, say, you know what? That moment was an ugly time in history. It was grotesque. It was monstrous. It was appalling. It should never happen. Don't lead with your first step being, well, you know, it was a curious thing. Don't, don't do that. Denounce it. Denounce it. And he hasn't done that, man. You know, there are, there are
2: points in our history. Cause a lot of times there's ambiguity. People feel this way and they have a point of view and the other people feel that when they have a point of view, but there are moments in history where there is, there's unambiguously, there's clearly and definitely the good guys and the bad guys, right? So, you know, the second world war, if the Nazis are coming, those are the bad guys, Um. The This is a moment in our history where uh, black school children were trying to go to school, <laughs> and there was an angry white mob outside of young men intimidating them. Those were the bad guys. Those were the bad guys. Jerry Jones stood with the bad guys unambiguously. So, Again, he was fourteen. I agree with that guy. Like I agree with the yeah, fact that's a long time ago. ago. We okay. must give people room to grow. Agreed. And he was a kid, but I hundred percent agree with what you said. Own it. Say, you know, say even if I even if you are curious, you say, look, I was genuinely curious, but in retrospect, obviously,
0: no, I could see where that would be intimidating. At least something like that, at the very, very least. least. But Max, even after George Floyd, you do not get to stand on the sidelines and just watch. You can't, at 80 years old, be that 14-year-old kid who's poking his neck up to see what's going on. You have to stand on one side or the other. And by the way, I talk about denouncing it. His silence is him being complicit. So I'm not sitting sitting up here on national TV saying Jerry Jones is racist. No. But your silence on not stepping up to the table and addressing things that are right in front of your face by still looking to see at 80 years old, that makes you complicit, man. And you can't you you can't be silent these days. You no, have to tell us where you stand. Uh,
3: you know, in certain situations, having known Jerry Jones, he's not going to get involved in stuff that he doesn't know enough about because he doesn't want to put himself but, in a bad but, but situation. Key, you don't.
0: What do you mean? Don't know enough about this? Is this is plain he, and simple, let, man? Let me
3: tell you. Let me tell you, yeah, Okay, I'm listening. He's the type of guy that if it doesn't involve him. And it doesn't affect his bottom line he's not going to get involved so you you mentioned George Floyd situation and, and denouncing the racist racism or whatever went on with the George Floyd and and all that you want him to step up to the plate it's not affecting his bottom line so therefore he ain't getting involved when you talk about Kylan Kaepernick that's a different situation because guess what it did it affected his bottom line it affect his bottom line or started to affect his bottom line. So, therefore, he's going to do that. So, what I'm trying to get you to understand is, should he do it? Of course. He's the most powerful but, owner but in the league. But he's not going to do it because it doesn't affect his bottom Jay, line. Jay,
2: may I try to encapsulate? Like no. I think what the, the, what the conversation here is revolving around is, Key, you're saying it's not a matter of immoral, or moral. It's a matter of amoral. Morality is not yes. what central And what Jay, it seems to me, is saying is, nope, amoral is not an option. If you are amoral in, in a morality, in, in a situation where morality is central, then you are immoral. Mm-hmm. And, 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 you know, it's the Martin Luther King line. In the end, we will not remember the words of our enemies, but the silence of our friends. You goes. can't be a friend and be quiet when fit
3: hits the shan. But but you're dealing with a you you we all know that we're dealing with powerful individuals in terms of the, the 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 NFL and billionaires, and they all running together. see, and once it starts affecting their bottom line, then that's when they start to step up. and when you think about some of the things that's going on with the Washington commanders, the moment that those silent threats start to come out about hey. I got some pictures of this, and I got some of that on y'all, and I got some of this on y'all all of a sudden it's going to affect my bottom line. Let me get ready let me let's let's talk to him about selling his team can, can I, and getting out of here. Can I mention something like
2: the bottom line. you're right about that, but here's the it's problem so wrong, and and though. the and the wrong the unintended consequence of that is what is the main criticism because this is essentially a right wing problem and always has been right racism largely um But what's the criticism been on the left as it revolves around this, right, as it relates to this? It's cancel culture. And I don't like cancel culture, and most people don't because it it chills an exchange of ideas in the public square. Right, we should have a free exchange of ideas. But the reason cancel culture exists largely is a reaction to the phenomenon you're describing. Yes. If the only thing that people respond to is their bottom line, then the organization by the counter forces are to cancel them to hurt their bottom line, but
0: and he, and that leads to a situation that nobody likes. But you know what, Max, about cancel culture? I mean, let's just go at it real quick, right? Yeah. When when the Kyrie Irving post, like people wanted him to denounce it right then and there. Mm-hmm. Like that was the expectation that people had on TV. Denounce it, come out, denounce it, denounce anti-Semitism, right? Yeah. And he didn't do that, and it was blasted but everywhere. So once again, I go back to my point: Jerry Jones had an opportunity to denounce racism, he chose not to, right? And the conversation then turns into, "Well, you know, happened a long then, time happened ago." Happened a long time 100%. ago. One hundred percent, I He didn't take the moment to denounce it, so it, it, it's not the same energy. But remember, and that's, that's the reality of the world we live in, and that's what LeBron was talking. That's what I've been talking about. But you're you right. Remember, Jay, it's like, come on, man.
3: But remember what I said doing the whole Kyrie situation. When we start talking about Jewish community, you know, screaming mad, this, that, and the other. They took a proactive situation and elevated it. We got a situation from 1957, and we haven't, as a black community, elevated the noise level about the Jerry Jones picture. We haven't. So a lot of that, Ain't just on the media asking LeBron James a question. It's also on us to bring light to the situation. Well, I understand. Something that we just there's haven't. One,
2: there's one other done. element. I agree you know, with that that's too. That's why when LeBron
3: but, steps up and he says, "Well, y'all haven't asked me anything about that." That's true. That is true. You run to him for everything else, but you agreeable. won't run to him for about something like that. But we allow it to happen, and they get away with it. And that's why. We're having a conversation. Yeah, even, right, right, right. And it depends
2: what, who, who, who makes up the media or who makes up the people in positions of power. And that goes to Kanye when he talks to all the Jewish people. Yes, mm-hmm. that is true. There are many Jewish people, including me, in the media or in positions of power. But we don't act in concert with one another. We're not pushing some agenda unless it's an unintended. Unconscious uh, yeah. kind of pr- cultural preferences and stuff like but that. If you go back, but, but if you well, go, think back go back to vertical you go back to everything.
3: You go back everything from the unrest that we was dealing with over a couple years ago, whatever a year and a half, two years ago. We elevated that for sure,
6: mm-hmm. Jay. Right? Yeah.
3: And we got some positive responses out of that. No question. But when you don't elevate the 1957 picture and you just kind of let it go. It goes out the window and continues to go down the ocean. Here's, here's another so component reality. I want to consider
2: for a second. There was one of these, not, it was it maybe a Gladwell? I think it was a Gladwell book about, you know, one of the, you buy at the airport and read on Give the plane. The maybe, maybe, where um, he was talking about, and I bring this up on the show from time to time, malpractice lawsuits with doctors are much higher, more highly correlated with bedside manner than result. Meaning, the doctors who get sued for malpractice a lot—it's not based on the results of the hour oh, they messed it up, they botched it. It's how they interact with people. Yeah. Does the patient like them or not? Right? Jerry Jones has an excellent bedside manner. People like Jerry Jones, including former players, including yeah, a lot like of him black lot. players. Right? I and, like and okay, Kyrie Irving's bedside manner is not as does not as uh, uh, um, f- friendly yeah. in a public-facing yes. way as Jerry Jones mm-hmm. for a lot of people, and so. When it gets we thick. We call that cap. Jerry Jones got a lot of cap. Got a lot of cap. And, 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 and when it gets Max, thick for Kyrie, he, has, he doesn't have the same equity in the kind of bedside manner account that Jerry Jones has. Max,
0: like with bedside manner too. That's and a very I, secondary I, point, I realize. I've been peeping this for a while. Like, even after George Floyd, right? Once again, you talk about denouncing it. He avoided the topic for a long time. And then he chose to use certain words like, yeah, I think it's right that we show grace. You know, it's good that our players are showing, quote, unquote, grace. And you're like, nah, Jerry. Like, you're missing the point here, man. And your line about MLK is so on point. And that's what I'm saying it again these days, right? A lot of companies, it affected their bottom line, but they chose to be on a certain side of history. What side of history do you want to be on, Jerry Jones? Hundred percent. You, you, are right, man. though. What Johnny? side of history do you want to be on? You're right. It's though, not going to affect go. his life at all. He was already on Jones. the wrong side. I'm not asking if you to cancel Jerry Jones. I'm just telling you what time it he is. He was man. on the but. side. There were
2: sides. There was over here where the normal people trying to go to school and the people trying to help them and and live, uh, you know, with dignity. And on the other side were the bad guys. That was the side of history he stood right in the middle of with the bad guys. Period. So you got to you got to speak to that. You, and until nobody, you speak to that, you really shouldn't be, be moved off.
3: Sponsors off. ain't telling him they're pulling out. Yeah, that's right? what I'm trying to tell you, so, he's a billionaire. So he's going to do it. His own thing he's, doesn't affect. So him. until those sort of things happen, he's not going to do what you want him to do or what you're suggesting he do. It's just that's I'm telling you. The bottom line is is key for what it is when it comes to guys like that. They just that's the way he's built, you know. And, and, just, and you know how people say, "Well, they play play both sides of the aisle." He's a both sides of the aisle guy. Yeah, well, because I, that's just his it. deal.
0: That like goes back in sports. You know, you heard that line: like Republicans buy shoes too. Like, I, but like, I don't think we're in that type of society anymore. But like, they, this is not a like, Republican or Democrat thing. This is not like a. It's well, it, it will get polarized. Thinking. It will get placated that way. You will hear those type of words used to you know continue to articulate opinions about it but like this is just like you'll just tell us what time it jerry is jerry jones did needs to do a better job answering though. that question yes and lebron well, of and, and, of and,
2: and more just, people
3: need to be talking about it i agree but more people need to be talking yeah and that and was J- LeBron's and let, me, point. let me tell you something though max jerry jones ain't gonna answer it no different than he already did jerry jones is uh-huh. basically don
2: king man like he, he's a nice. cap he's, artist yeah, he's a cap artist yeah yeah and he's very likable it's hard even now it's like you think about him and you smile and he was on he was with the bad guys All right, we're presented by Progressive Insurance back after
1: this, KJ. Listen to Keyshawn, J. Will and Max live everywhere you are. Download the ESPN app. Tap the More tab on the bottom right. Scroll down and tap Live Radio. ESPN Radio, everywhere you are.
7: Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America.